and welcome to the What I'm Learning Is podcast. My name is Natasha. In this episode, I feature my first ever guest, and it's my big sister, Sandy, who lives in Canada. I was interested to know what lessons Sandy has been learning over the past several years, and she spoke about personal development, friendships, re-entering the workforce, and the lessons that she's learning from parenthood. Apologies for any dips in sound. We did try our best with Zoom. Thanks, and I hope you enjoy. Well, hello, and welcome to episode three of the What I'm Learning Is podcast. My name is Natasha. Thanks for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. Don't forget to check out season one of the podcast and to like and follow. If you're listening to me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please take the time to rate this podcast. I would appreciate that. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for coming back. I appreciate you. Today is a very special episode. Yay! My first guest. And my first guest is my big sister, Sandy. Welcome, Sandy. (laughs) Thank you for the welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. So I'm so happy to have you here. So as you guys are listening might be aware, um, on what I'm learning is podcast is basically, I take the time to analyze life's lessons and things that I'm learning each day or each week or as I go along, whether um, about my personal development or in my relationships with people, you know, in careers, whatever, just whatever lessons I find myself learning. And, you know, sometimes you learn the lessons the hard way. Some lessons are easier to learn than others. And some lessons you think you've learned it and then you find yourself making the same mistake over and over again. So you realize maybe I didn't quite learn that all the way. So in today's episode, I'm speaking with Sandy, and I'm just going to just have a candid conversation with her about things that she's learning about herself, lessons that she finds herself learning, whether for the first time or some that she has had to relearn. So what are some things, what are some lessons that you find that you've learned now, as opposed to when you're in your 20s? We're not going to talk about our ages here, guys, because we're we're very young. but we're safe to say we're not in our 20s but I'm just going to ask what would you say are some lessons that you have learned now as opposed to um in your 20s what would you say I would say uh growth development you know in in our 20s we were like you know just going out day to day right going out and just doing it realizing now that the things that we we take took for granted right especially now that where we are age or evolve things we took for granted we go we wish we had done this differently but for me it's understanding my my strengths right able to pick myself up when when I'm getting you know after being knocked down a few times and you know learning to take things um not so much like so serious and I I was when I was younger I was a lot more serious than I should I should have been more carefree <laughs> right more yes. carefree I was like very serious and have to you know have to do the things you got to go out and do the job and work hard and, and and be successful and just keep going whereas you know whereas when you were supposed to be in 20s you're supposed to be carefree enjoying life because you're 20 you're in your 20s right yes understanding that now is as I look back I'm like oh my goodness I wish I was I traveled more I wish I had you know ventures you know yes back at live you go 
you know, yeah, I missed that. I missed that. I feel like I've missed out on some things and I'm realizing that, you know, as you go along that these things that you have gone through at, in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, wherever you are, that they build you up to who you are today and you evolve into a person. Mm-hmm understanding your strengths, your weaknesses, and how you are able to adapt to the ever-changing society, societal needs, right? That makes you stronger, makes you better, makes you be able to adapt more. Yeah, but you know, sis, um, don't be too hard on yourself. But I sometimes have to say the same thing to myself because they say hindsight is twenty twenty, And I guess, you know, since we're all of 36 or so, <laughs> You know, the 20s wasn't that far away. But if you think back to when really, to be, to be serious, if you think back to when like we were in our 20s, who really could have told you that, you know, to lighten up, like you weren't taking things seriously? I don't know about you, but when you got to maybe like 21, 22, 23, you start thinking that, oh, I'm supposed to have this accomplished by this age. I'm supposed to have this. I'm supposed to have that. And you feel yeah. like, you know, in the early part of your 20s, maybe you might still be partying and stuff. And even while you're partying, even if you are, if you're a person who's ambitious, even while you're partying, you're still thinking, uh, I'm conscious that I'm in my 20s. And, you know, you know, that thing that people have, especially girls, women have in your 20s, when you think about 30s, 30s is like this big magic number. So you're like, oh, I want to have this and this and this before I hit 30. So, you know, you're kind of more serious and more focused. But now as we have the hindsight of being a bit more mature, you know what I'm saying? You, you can look back and you'd be like, oh, I gotta relax a little bit more. But I guess everybody just has to go through that sometimes as well in, in mm-hmm. their, you know, in their twenties. But um there's still time for lots of adventures, you know? You know, you, you see a lot of people right now, they're in they're in their sixties and so on, and they're going, I'm having the best time of my life right now. Mm-hmm. It's because they've let go of that have to get things done, I have to do this, I have to be married by 30, I have to be, have two kids, 2.5 kids at 35 or whatever, whatever, yes. right? Now they've let go of all that, I have to be this, or I have to do this, and now just enjoying the moment. And that's where I, like, in my 20s, I should have been doing that, right? <laughs> Maybe I can be enjoying the moment now, I don't know, <laughs> as I get there, but you know, you have other things to look forward to now that you're aging. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. There's still lots more things to do, girl. Lots more things to do. And we have lots of things to do together as well. Um, in, in terms of maybe things that you're that you're learning as well or have learned about friendships, because I know that maybe when we're in our 20s, sometimes the girlfriend groups and the friendships that we have seem so important. And some of them really are important, but some unfortunate unfortunately haven't lasted the test of time. What have you found yourself, um, what have you learned in terms of how you've been navigating friendships throughout the years? Um, yeah, you're right. Um, we used to take friendships to be something that you should have, yeah. right? That you're not alone or you have, but I really didn't develop a lot of the, what you're supposed to have coming out of college, the long-term friends that, you know, that will lift you up and pick you up and carry you and you vice versa, right? Um, Growing up in my twenties, I had a few friends, but they weren't friends, long-term friends. Yes. They're friends friends of the moment. Friends of the moment that you were there for them when they needed you and you you go through your life. But then certain, certain instances or circumstances transpire that test that friendship. Mm -hmm. And I've test to friendships where you realize this is this friendship wasn't meaningful 
it wasn't helping me develop. And I wasn't, I was there for them doing all the things that a friend should do mm-hmm. really being reciprocated right? Or, or, or that an instance where um, you couldn't do something for that friend and that friend stopped talking to you. You right. know what I mean? So cultivated, cultivated relationships that you think in your mind you should have that will last the test of time. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas now <laughs> I'm all, I've always been a tomboy. I relate more to the guy mentality because I was always that um, playing with the Tonka trucks or mm-hmm. going out playing the mud and doing the, the sports thing, not so much the girly thing. So I can't relate so much to the, the female perspective of, of what a friendship should be. Right. Yes. You know what I'm the, the stereotypical I'm, things that you see, what, what, what girlfriend groups are on TV. Yes. Girlfriend gossip and do the things that, you know, but I, I look back and I go, should I have tried harder at maintaining friendship? But when you look at your life and you contemplate things like um, a friend should be there for you when you're going through the hardship and understanding that you are there for them through the same battles, right? Yeah. A friend should be there to lift you up, not always to want something from you. Yeah. Reciprocal. It should be reciprocal. Yeah, exactly. Right. So friendships it is hard to say for me. Um, being there for I, I'm always there for everybody. I feel like I'm always there for everybody, but no one's really there for me. It's a friendship where you know you can go have that girl talk, right? Like if you're in that moment where you think you need someone to say, you know, I'm messing up or yeah. I'm not doing this or I should be doing this or whatever it is yeah. to have to guide you along the way with decision am i you know the, the, i want to build an event mm-hmm. or is are you gonna there uh, you know good bad or otherwise you're there to support that decision not you know yes. tear it Sorry, like crab in barrel, right yes yes so those kind of friendships i don't know what it is about me that i i don't know that i can't it's, it's not it's not you but you know what sometimes that's for the better because where you're going they weren't meant to be there they're not meant to come so over the years, over the time, the, they have weeded themselves out, you know, and I hate to say what I'm about to say, but sometimes the trash takes itself out, you know what I'm saying? You know what, it's, it's so true. <laughs> yes. You get, you actually get to see who, who's meant to be there for you. Because, you know, sometimes you can have the friends that are there every day today, every day. And then sometimes you have those friends that you don't hardly ever get to speak with, yeah. that they're across the universe, across the world or whatever, and you have one out of every year that you speak but that person is always there for you exactly (laughs) and you have the friends who you you only hear from when they need something yes you know so then you know okay i i see where i need to put you on the totem pole because you know i see what you're about yeah okay and in terms of um maybe just things you're learning about yourself um in terms of because you mentioned earlier self-development what sort of things are you learning about yourself? Because that's very big with me um, in terms of, and I mean it both on the positive and negative sides, especially dealing with other people. Like um, some of my listeners might know I'm also in a member. I'm also another host, a co-host of another podcast. And I have other people that I associate with, with different things. And I realize sometimes um, certain things trigger me. And I'm, I'm wondering why am I triggered by this person's behavior or this situation or, or, you know, whatever the thing might be. And it causes me to go inside myself to really think. Whereas a few years ago, I just wouldn't have been bothered. I'd be like, 
you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. That was me. It is what it is, you know, and I'll just move on. But now I'm thinking, no, because I want to be better. I want to improve myself. If it's something about me that I think I can work on. And one thing I've realized, well, not just realized, I've always known, I'm very impatient. So I've had to learn patience in dealing with others, you know, and if somebody doesn't get something as quick as I do, or if they, you know, don't see something the way I see something, be patient in explaining it to them or, you know, things like that. So have you realized or learned anything about yourself in terms of your personal development? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see, where do I start? I would say that I've actually learned that I'm what is considered an advocate. Like if you look at how your behavior transpired, I'm an advocate. My personality is an advocate, Mm -hmm. I should say, right? Meaning that um, I take things and I'm like, I like to get into the situation and have both sides being, you know, equal in in the argument. Um, I I believe in constant improvement. I've always believed in constant improvement. We're West Indian women, even achieving. Our our push was always to achieve. That's right. Build goals and achieve those goals, right? And I believe 100% in that every day. I, I And I trans- do that to my kids as well. I believe in raising them to have that achievement level. Right. So mm-hmm. after the last about four or five years, I've realized that I had to internalize on myself because I always thought I was a strong woman. I'm a West Indian. I always, always thought I was a strong. I am a strong woman. Yes, you are. I, we've gone through learning, realizing that, you know, I fell down for a bit. I got into depression mode for a bit. I realized and I had to ask myself, what the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. What is going on with you? Why are you letting fear dictate? getting out of bed, like, you know what I mean? Moving on. Yes, you fell yourself up and move on. And I thought, am I not as strong? I was asking, am I not as strong anymore? I have to learn that people have to have that moment of internalized and self-reflection. And even if you have to spend a couple of days in bed or whatever it is and look at yourself and ask yourself, okay, you got knocked down. What, what now? What, what's next? How do I deal with the things that I thought where I was going? How do I deal with putting that foot off the bed and getting out of it, right? And how do I interact with other people about how I feel, right? Um, and then looking at myself and saying, okay, so now I'm up. I'm, now I'm doing my thing. I went back to, so I'm going back to school. Yes. Go girl. Up my diploma, getting my diploma, because I realized that, you know, when you grow up, you have a certain ideology of what you want to become, mm-hmm. of who be and you go after that but then life kicks you in, the, in a place where maybe you don't get that where you want to be like do I want to be a doctor but you don't get to be a doctor you go on to publishing say for instance right mm-hmm. so your path change so how do you adapt to that change well for me I had to go back to school I'm going back to school to learn how to change my de- and get a new degree on what I've learned even though I have the experience to go back and try to figure out okay so I am an advocate or I'm I am um, an action person, an action, action oriented so, person, action oriented person. Right. So I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? How then do I fit into the current evolving um, social aspect of work life balance kind of thing? How do I then go, how do I interact with you as a, as a manager or a boss or whatever? How do I deal with you now? Yeah. After you, you know, you, after certain instances that happen to you, you change, well, maybe don't become as trustful. 
may become less, not disloyal, but not holding on to such loyalty as you, you mm -hmm. once did, right? And then you say to yourself, okay, so what kind of person am I going to be? You have to ask yourself that every day. What kind of person do I want to be? And then you have to like move on to figure that out. So I've been taking the steps. Yeah. The steps to Actualize out. yourself. Yeah, exactly. Right. Realize that I'm a creative person. You know that I like to create things, but I also like to be organized in my thoughts. I like to build my goals and achieve those goals. I like to go out and say, you know, I want to be a jewelry designer. Right. I want to design my own jewelry that is going to be cost effective for people, but have to still have that quality that people mm -hmm. want. Right. I want to be an event manager or I want to be run my own event department or the event business. Where, where am I going to do that? How am I going to go there? What mentality am I going to take? Well, I'm going to take the mentality of being driven. Right. Drive my mentality. I'm going to focus myself that I can drive that goal that I want now. I realize that I am not, not a, I'm not a weak person. No, you're very, not. I can attest to that. <laughs> and I want to go cer certain way places and I'm going to like, you've to throw that bag over my shoulder and get to, I'm going there. Right. And I realized that, you know, we have to trust ourselves and believe in ourselves and love ourselves before we can even get to the next step. That's right. right to believe in yourself because you can say I believe in myself because I have the education I have the experience I have the knowledge whatever it is but actually believe it yeah to see it to see it yes, before you even have it. it you have to see it mm -hmm. right yeah so going through this course has taught me so much things not just the you know the the actual course content or the syllabus but it's the actual how to be that person the processes that you're going through. Process, yeah, how to go through that, you know, process to be that person. And I'm like, I'm loving it because I, I get to learn things. Mm -hmm. I get to learn about myself as an individual, who I am and how I can manage. So getting back, out, if I get back out in the work world, not if, but when I get back out in the work world, how I then can internalize myself after going through all this and realize that I can manage people and how to manage people and how to get most out of people by just knowing who I am. That's right. right. Yeah, what I'm capable, right? Yep. And shameless plug on your behalf. Um, my sister makes fantastic jewelry, customized pieces. You can find her on Instagram at Sandaloma Designs, S A N D A L O M A Designs on Instagram. Have a look at her pieces and buy something, okay, guys? <laughs> yes. I wear a lot of her pieces as well on my Instagram. So I'll make sure to do that after this episode so you guys can see that. Um, and you mentioned my handsome nephews there um, not too long ago. Says, So what do you say are some lessons that you've been learning um, on the, the, the parenthood journey? Because when I was with you, when I left there, my nephews, I think, were four and months or five and one year old or something like that. So I've been gone a long time. <laughs> It's been gone a long time. Yes, yes. It's too long. It's no. time for me to come back. But um, <laughs> I don't even want them to hear me saying that because I know they'll be ready. For <laughs> well, the parenting journey, yeah. I have to say that I'm, you know, as West Indian women, we were raised a certain way. We had values and beliefs that we 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 hope to transfer into our kids as as we we go through that process. Me, I believe in just letting them learn the things that 
will make them into individuals. Give them the give them the, the set values and the beliefs, but then let them realize it for themselves and understand it for themselves. You know, when I had Ethan, the first one, I said, I was worried about that. I didn't read, you know, because when you, you go through your pregnancy, everybody goes, you have to have this book. You have to read this book. You have to do <laughs> Follow the guidelines about how they should be growing and all this stuff. I threw all that out. I threw all that out. And I'm like, no, I want them to under, like realize it for themselves. Learn, you know, here you put, I put you down on the floor. You crawl over to the toy you want. I'm not going to give it to you. You go get it. Like I want to have that. And even now, um, as they, as they're aging, they realize that the things that I taught them are, they have to experience it for themselves, right? So they would go out and go, okay, yeah, I fail at this, but I know how to fix it now for the next day. As they see you, I treat them more like an adult than I treat them as kids or baby them as kids because I want something might happen to me mm-hmm. and I want to have that ability to grow and live even with, when I'm not here. So I, I have that in my head that treat them how you think they should be as young adults. Yes. Something should happen. They know how to live and and grow and, and thrive and thrive, right? So I don't really I don't really have a um, a set standard that I go. I just instinct, right? I set an example by how I behave, live, speak, and act, and they follow that or they choose not to. You know, I tell them you have a choices. Everybody has choices to make. Choose to get out of bed. We choose to go to school. We choose to learn. We choose to do something. It's a choice. You have that choice. It's up to you to do or not do. Mm-hmm. But you can't blame anybody else because you made that choice. So you know, my boys they play baseball, mm-hmm. right? They had an ch- opportunity to play soccer as well. So they love so both. But the choices they had to make was which one do you prefer or which one makes you most happy, right? So. The, Teaching them about choices themselves, to make the choices for themselves is how I raise them. Um, seeing how I um, go about things also shapes who they are as individuals, right? Because my son came into me the other day, he goes, mom, because of you, I realize how I should be studying because they see me every day, go to my class. I, I still maintain the house and I do all the things that I'm supposed to do as a mother and a wife. And yet I have that moment where I do things for me, like doing my online classes. Right? So they come in and they see the dedication I have to the household and they see the dedication I have to. So it's teaching them about how to be as individual. Right. Mm-hmm. So my, that way, my son came in and goes, Mom, I'm going to study just as hard as you because I see how you study and I see how you do things to, to better yourself. I want to be like you. <laughs> right? Love that. <laughs> that was the greatest compliment I could yes. ever. Yes. Yes. Right? We love that. We love that. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, okay. So they're good young men and they're growing well, you know, they're just, they're respectful, they're courteous, and they believe in the things that, you know, you, a mother hopes at the end of the day, they, they, they believe in to grow up to be gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. They take all your teachings to heart and exactly. apply to their lives. Yes. Exactly. I love that. And in winding down, sis, um, of course, I'm going to throw in what lessons, okay. since we are sisters, what lessons would you say you have been learning about sisterhood over the past few years? Oh my gosh, that's a great question. <laughs> For me, it's important. My gosh, you're my everything. <laughs> you know, even though you're so far away, my gosh. Um, he actually said, I actually said that to my son the other day. He asked me, Mom, um, don't you miss Auntie Nat? I said, more than anything, because thank God for know, technology. Oh my gosh, because you know, when, you know, when 
you were here for a time in Canada and I was I love that was the best yes yes good times times. means the world like I could come and tell you anything we we have our chats we have our arguments but we have our love sessions yes (laughs) (laughs) understanding of what each of us is going through yes which 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 might be a podcast episode for another time that was my book but yes (laughs) you know um having someone there that I can always rely on having that connection and that heartfelt connection that's right you know is is unbelievable like yes hard to even describe yeah it's 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 invaluable it's invaluable and what the what the listening audience might not know is that both of us lost our mother at a very young age and we've lived in different countries but Mm -hmm. it hasn't stopped that alone is a unique thing that holds us together. Doesn't matter how many years we are part of or what the geographical distance is. It's just a bond that nobody can break. That's always there. So it's I think, always there. yes, it's always yeah. there. So as much as, um, you know, years and stuff have passed and things like that, thank God for technology and WhatsApp and Zoom and all these kind of things. It kind mm-hmm. of, you know, closes the, closes the gap a bit. But um, I, uh, yeah, I really do value our sisterhood. And um, I wish everybody had a sister like you. <laughs> <laughs> While we look to close out this episode, guys, thank you so much for joining me, Sandy. Before you go, give everyone your plugs for your Instagram handles, your business. Give us your jewelry website address and everything. Hi, guys. Um, my jewelry site is Instagram. It's Sandaloma Designs. Um, like what you like. Let me know if you have any pieces that I customize. So let me know if you saw something. Don't just like buy. Buy something. <laughs> <laughs> Visit her Thank website. It's, uh, it's www.sandaloma.com. Yes. Yeah. Good. So visit the website. And if you're listening and you're in Canada, she also does decorative pieces with floral (laughs) arrangements. She can do your Halloween decorations, your Christmas decorations. Hit her up. It's not cheap, but it's cheerful. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much for joining me today, sis. Love you. And I'll talk to you on WhatsApp. Absolutely. Have a great day. You too. Bye. Until next time, love and light never stop learning. Kisses. So guys, as I mentioned, I'm trying to grow this year. So please follow the podcast if you've taken the time to listen. Rate and review me on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you listen. You can leave me a voice message if you're listening on Anchor. And follow me on social media at Chatty Natty everywhere. That's C-H-A-T-T-I-N-A-T-T-I. Hashtag W-I-L-I pod on Twitter and IG to let me know which episode connected with you. Thanks and see you soon.